This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. When we were kids, there were guys in our lives who taught us lots of stuff. Mine taught me how to go fishing on our boat if the sea wasn't rough. They showed us how we could do our best and how to raise the bar. They'd always be saying you're special and we believe that you're a star. Being a dad, being a dad. Being hey, good afternoon. Dad. This is Frank Carter with iDad Full Time Full On. As thoughts, experiences, reminiscences, hopes, dreams, and often mistakes about being a dad, and especially about being a dad to Katharina and Nikki. Uh, Katharina over in, in uh, Pyro, Nikki here is here in Hamilton, and both of whom have um, their own families. And, uh, of course, Esley, uh, who, eight-year-old Esley, who is at home and, um, dreaming of and often mentioning the, when she's, the freedoms she imagines she's going to be having when she's 12 and 16 and 21. So, yeah. Then what are we looking at today? Well, still in, um, still in our lockdown and we have a new word. I guess we would probably have found this new word, discovered this new word as Esley moves into being a teenager, but we've found it a bit earlier. Uh, we'll go to that one. A second, vaccine. Yes, we can't avoid, we can't avoid the COVID thing, but vaccine a child. Um, have a, just look at the, some of the discussion around vaccine, uh, vaccine uh, children and uh, you know, some comments about some of the arguments and discussions on uh, do we or do we not vax our 5 to 11 year olds uh, then a the pursuit of happiness let's raise again come up again an interesting article in opinion article in today's stuff today's edition of stuff uh, the pursuit of happiness yeah, what are we doing? What are we looking at? Follow up on a bit of a catch up with the Moolalay ladies and how they are doing and um, meeting each other around the lake and on walks. Where are they doing? This is the Moolalay. Miley and Tor are leading a group of uh, ladies. And there's a couple of guys as well, but they tend to stay in the background even though they are joining the fitness program. Uh, it's a, a fitness program that seems to be generating quite a bit of interest and family stuff. Yeah, family sort of belonging stuff. And Esley is beginning to miss school. So what are we happening? And finally, perhaps a bit of a shout out to, uh, to a plumber. We had a leak under the house recently, uh, water leak under the house recently, and uh, just uh, the response was superb. Absolutely superb. So that's our program for today. Uh, we'll go for our first break, and then we'll come back with our new word, which I think uh, we've learned a bit, probably a little bit early uh, because of the COVID situation and 
looking at the discussions, the arguments around vaccine a child. And so last week, at home, SA and I are at home, of course, uh, in in the lockdown. Miley is an essential worker, um, so she's away, and normal, quite normal. And we've gone through various stages, of course, just like everybody else. Sometimes we're quite busy during the during the daytime, doing some baking. Sometimes we're keeping ourselves uh, quite busy doing our own thing. As they, some, you know, to be honest, on um, quite a bit on the uh, on the tablet uh sometimes i have a bit of work to do uh so that's it but sometimes we've got lots of energy 
but one day last week, both of us, ugh, nothing. So what was that all about? It wasn't because we'd been busy. It wasn't because we'd done lots of exercise. We were just feeling exhausted. So, of course, we learnt the new word, lethargic. Lethargic, yes. <laughs> so we had a bit of a discussion about what's the difference between being tired when you're lethargic and tired when you're exhausted. So, of course, lethargic is tired when you're uh, is tired when you're tired, and because you're not doing anything, and you got no interests, no activities, no yes, and basically no interest in anything. Whereas exhausted is tired because you've been busy, tired because you've had a workout. So, uh, yeah, interesting. There we go. So we had that word. It only lasted a day. The following day, we were back on doing a bit of baking and various bits and pieces. So there we are, a new word. And so we've had that opportunity. Why would I say earlier? Did I say earlier in the in the um, in the introduction that maybe we've learned it a couple of years early? Well, yeah, I remember being quite lethargic as uh, as a teenager. <laughs> yes, and at various times since then, of course. Uh, moving on, moving on. Vaccine a child. Of course, we're getting uh, the vaccine. The, the Pfizer, I think, I understand, has been approved for 5 to 11-year-olds. At the moment, of course, uh, only 12 and upwards are being vaccinated. And there's a suggestion or prospect of our 5 to 11-year-olds having the opportunity to be vaxxed. Do we or don't we? I've had a look at some of the arguments, and quite honestly, I think there is too much philosophy. Uh, people sitting in their ivory towers just having these philosophical discussions about whether or not the people should be vaccinated. Is it ethical to have a child vaccinated? Blah, blah, so on, so on. I come back to a couple of things uh, that I have read, and uh, but it's, it's more down-to-earth, more grassroots, quite frankly, more common sense. I've read that... Um, it's been suggested that Māori, uh, Māori families, and I have no doubt there's other um, other ethnicities as well, are reluctant to become be vaccinated until their child can be vaccinated at the same time. Uh, it's it it's demonstrates the Fano thing, of course, and the demonstrates that each individual has a responsibility but also is to be protected by everybody else the argument by some some of the philosophers of the ethics of course is that the child is always the center of uh, of the decision making and that's fair enough too um but if you're saying to a child uh no if you're thinking in terms of a child saying okay the child's the child's got to be the center can't think of a really good reason for the child themselves to be vaccinated um, if a child is not and is more likely to be vaccinated then perhaps this is my argument of course if the child is more likely to catch and pass it on what does the child lose or does the child lose anything if they have passed the infection on to mother father older sibling grandparents so suddenly we, we, we are looking back to that concept of the child being part of a whole family. 
And I think that's uh, the common sense thing. Uh, unfortunately, the vaccine has not been developed, or, well, has only just been developed. Unfortunately, the vaccine was first developed for adults because that's uh, it's, it's us adults who are getting impacted on the most. So to wait for the whole family uh, until the child can be vaccinated, maybe a little bit, uh, not entirely sure about that one. Uh, but I think the philosophy of the whole family being vaccinated, I think that's a terrific one. I think it's excellent. How would a child feel? Of course, you wouldn't say it. How would a child feel if they've got, got got the vaccine they're happy enough they're healthy enough because apparently covid doesn't affect them quite so badly um and then of course they pass it on to their nana or or granddad or parent who gets seriously seriously ill another thing then in all this discussion i haven't heard anybody ask the child i haven't seen anybody ask the child if they would like to be vaccinated what we're saying, of course, is can a child make an uninformed decision? Well, I think children are very, very capable of making decisions about their impact on other people. Ask a child, uh, would you like to be vaccinated uh, to keep yourself safe and to keep everyone else safe in the family? I'm pretty confident that the vast majority of children, probably more more children than, than the percentage of adults, but of course I have no stats on this. Not many people to, seem to ask the children. I'm pretty confident that the vast majority of children would say, look, I'll be vaccinated to help protect Nana, to help mu protect mum, dad, sister or brother. That's, uh, we'll go for our second break now and after that we'll come back with another uh, opinion piece that I've seen on Stuff Today, The Pursuit of Happiness. And that one starts off with a, quite a, a, a light bulb moment from a parent of uh, 19 years. A parent, someone who's been a parent for 19 years suddenly has this light bulb moment about the pursuit of happiness. Please. 
interesting opinion piece which probably doesn't say an awful lot that's new uh, but maybe sometimes we need to reread it and reread and re- revisit these discussions uh, in, uh, yeah, the opinion piece and stuff today a parent it's taken me 19 years of parenting to realise how wrong I have been to thoughtlessly repeat to my son that awful cliche we just want you to be happy well yeah, it's, it is an awful cliche, and uh, obviously we want our, our children to be happy. Then, of course, the whole piece goes on about um, the, the pursuit. We're told that the pursuit of happiness is only achieved through buying more things and earning more money and having bigger houses and bigger boats and bigger jet planes and all that kind of stuff. Then, of course, of course, it demolishes that discussion by saying, you know, how giving examples of how wealthy people don't seem to be so much more happier than we are many often the yeah so uh the pursuit of happiness yeah the pursuit of happiness i recall an early lotto millionaire in mudapara a humble lady from a humble home in the middle in mudapara and at that time, this is a while ago, of course, so my thinking has probably changed a bit since then. She said, nothing's going to change. I'm going to stay exactly as I am, and I'm going to put the money into the community. And I thought, what? What? I don't know about that. Okay, however, having thought about it over some number of years, I can fully understand and probably identify with some of what she's thinking I also recall uh, an ex-farmer when I was travelling around New Zealand at one stage just you know camping around and picking up a bit of work from orchards and stuff like that and a particular camping ground ex-farmer he had bought the camping ground six months before his dream his whole reason for farming was to save enough money to get enough money enough capital and this is a long time ago to buy a campsite because that was his dream six months after buying it and this is when I met him and when I was camping there for a couple of nights we were discussing he said you always need something else to strive for you always need something else need something else and he wasn't in competition and I think this is fairly consistent with the pursuit of happiness 
uh, as distinct from the 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 pursuit of further possessions. Yes, the campsite was a was was a possession, but he was wanting um, a particular lifestyle. He was wanting a particular. He he had something to aim for. But having achieved that, it didn't get him any happiness. It was always something else. So there's a bit of, possibly a little bit of conflict there. I guess what the issue is, deciding what your aim is. Uh, the lady in Murapada, her aim was to be there with her family. And that was her happiness. Uh, and as it is increasingly for many of us, who we begin to realize uh, that this is the important thing. For the mayor, for the ex-farmer in the campsite, um, yeah, he still hadn't really settled, had he? And it reminds me of um, many people who retire, who, you know, they've saved, and they've got this dream of going to places like Todonga or going to the beach somewhere, going to this retirement place. Um, but they, they're moving away from all their friends and family and stuff. Yeah, so it's not really working. Not really working. The pursuit of happiness. I'm One other thing, I think, before we move on to this, this pursuit of happiness, of course, has been discussed by philosophers as far back as probably before we people even started reading and writing um, and carving things on stones, a pursuit of happiness. Um, but it's been figured out. People have been trying to figure out for a millennia. I read recently or recently saw a BBC you know, little video. You get these little videos on BBC. And it was a Scandinavian country. And we were talking about the meaning of life, which again has been, you know, what philosophers have been discussing for, for the millennium. And the Scandinavian country, it was so simple. The meaning of life is the meaning that you have for other people. So simple. Brings it right back to you. It takes it away from that absolutely philosophical, oh, what is the meaning of life? It brings it right back to community, to family, to that family who wants their child to be vaccinated and the children that would like to be vaccinated because of their parents. It brings it back to that lady in Murapada and it maybe gives some thinking to the farmer. The meaning of life is the meaning you have for other people. I think that's wonderful. Oh, right, moving on. Um... The more, uh, very briefly, more the lady, uh, the lay ladies are continuing their walks around the park. They've uh, twenty four of them now. Twenty of them now have got um, smartwatches, and they're tracking their their pace, as their um, uh, strides, how many steps they've walked, keeping it. And they're it's a friendly competition. It's a happy, cheerful competition. They're beginning to put. Their healthy meals up on their Facebook page, and this is an absolutely wonderful example of a community of interest getting together. And they're not competing with it; they are competing with it. Of course, they are, but it's 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 a friendly rivalry, and it's great stuff. I've got to keep on updates on this because because these ladies are doing a fantastic job. There are now twenty seven people on a program for Steps Challenge, and this is in lockdown. They're continuing. And before we go, a bit of a shout out. I'd like a shout out to FB Hall Plumbers. Don't do, don't necessarily do lots of advertising here. I just want to say thank you very much to these guys. Uh, young man, um, well, we'll go back a few days ago, 
there was this shing sound from under the house. Oh, no. Water pouring out. Fortunately, we've got quite a bit of space under the house because we're on a slope. Oh, next door, there was an FB Hall fan. I popped in and said, hey, guy, um, what's the chance? He said, oh, give me a foreman a call. I gave the foreman a call. But I'd also, of course, called another company, which I will not name. Now, um, FB Hall had fixed the the leak within an, an hour or so. It was fantastic service, great service. I never got a call back from the other plumber. Yeah, I never got a call back. Um, yeah, so just a bit of a shout out to FB Hall. And um, finally, before we go, is a she is beginning to miss school. It's interesting. There hasn't been a lot of the kids' messenger stuff going on, uh, with a little bit of relaxing of the um, meeting. You know, being able to meet, we're able to meet with another family, and so Esley is able to catch up with with her with at least one very very good friend, and so she's feeling very happy about that. But yes, so beginning to want to go back to school. She's beginning to miss school. That's our show for today. Thanks very much for being with us. Look forward to being back with you again next Tuesday, midday to 12.30, uh, Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. to 6.30. And remember, you can con uh, get hold of this program, get a podcast of this program at any time through freefm.org.nz. So podcast, and you follow the links down. Look for the, you search for the iDad program and you can find uh, this podcast and you, a podcast to any other access radio program throughout the country. Uh, those podcasts are there. So you can sort of pick and mix. You can have a look at the variety of what's there. Enormous variety. And I think that's the wonderful thing about access radio. Enormous variety. So you can follow your own topic. You can pick and mix a wide range. Thanks very much. Look after yourselves. Look forward to being back with you again next Tuesday afternoon. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, it takes time, give them time, being a dad. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.